the Gospel of Peter. But none of the Jews washed his hands, nor did Herod or any of his judges. Since they did not wish to wash, Pilate stood up. The king Herod ordered the Lord to be taken away and said to them, Do everything that I ordered you to do to him. Standing there was Joseph, a friend of both Pilate and the Lord. When he knew that they were about to crucify him, he came to Pilate and asked for the Lord's body for burial. Pilate sent word to Herod, asking for the body. Herod said, Brother Pilate, even if no one had asked for him, we would have buried him, since the Sabbath is dawning. For since it is written in the law that the sun must not set on one who has been killed. And he delivered him over to the people the day before their feast of unleavened bread. Those who took the Lord began pushing him about, running up to him and saying, Let us drag around the Son of God, since we have authority over him. They clothed him in purple and sat him on a judge's seat, saying, Give a righteous judgment, O king of Israel. One of them brought a crown made of thorns and placed it on the Lord's head. Others standing there were spitting in his face. Some slapped his cheeks. Others were beating him with a reed. And, <clears throat> and some began to flog him, saying, This is how we should honor the Son of God. They brought forward two evildoers and crucified the Lord between them. But he was silent, as if he had no pain. When they had set the cross upright, they wrote an inscription, This is the king of Israel. Putting his clothes in front of him, they divided them up and cast a lot for them. But one of the evildoers evil reviled them. We have suffered like this for the evil things we did, but this one, the Savior of the people, what wrong has he done you? They became, they became angry at him and ordered that his leg not be broken so that he would die in torment. It was noon, and darkness came over all of Judea. They were disturbed and upset that the sun may have already set while he was still alive. For the scripture says that the sun must not set on one who has been killed. One of them said, Give him gall mixed with vinegar to drink. And they made the mixture and gave it to him to drink. Thus they brought all things to fulfillment and completed all their sins on their heads. But many were wondering were wandering around with torches, thinking that it was night, and they stumbled about. And the Lord cried out, My power, O power, you have left me behind. When he said this, he was taken up. At that time the curtain of the temple in Jerusalem was ripped in half. Then they pulled the nails from the Lord's hand and placed him on the ground. All the ground shook, and everyone was terrified. Then the sun shone, and it was found to be three in the afternoon. But the Jews were glad and gave his body to Joseph so that he might bury him, since he had seen all the good things he did. He took the Lord, washed him, wrapped him in a linen cloth, and brought him into his own tomb, called the Garden of Joseph. Then the Jews, the elders, and the priests realized how much evil they had done to themselves and began beating their breasts, saying, Woe to us because of our sins. The judgment and the end of Jerusalem are near. And I, but I and my companion were grieving and went into hiding, wounded in heart, for we were beaten, for we were being sought out by them as if we were evildoers who wanted to burn the temple. Because of these things we fasted and sat in mourning and weeping night and day until the Sabbath. The scribes, Pharisees, and elders gathered together and heard all the people murmuring and beating their breasts, saying, If such great signs happened when he died, you can see how righteous he was. The elders became fearful and went to Pilate and asked him, Give us some soldiers to guard his crypt for three days to keep his disciples from coming to steal him. 
Otherwise, the people may assume he had been raised from the dead and then harm us. So Pilate gave them the centurion Petronus and soldiers to guard the tomb. The elders and scribes, the elders and scribes came with them to the crypt. Everyone who was there, along with the centurion and the soldiers, rolled a great stone and placed it there before the entrance of the crypt. They smeared it with seven seals, pitched a tent there, and stood guard. Early in the morning, as the Sabbath dawned, a crowd came from Jerusalem and the surrounding area to see the sealed crypt. But during the night on which the Lord's day dawned, while the soldiers stood guard two by two on their watch, a great voice came from the sky. They saw the skies open and two men descend from there. They were very bright and drew near to the tomb. The, the stone cast before the entrance rolled away by itself and moved to one side. The tomb was open and both young men entered. When the soldiers saw these things, they woke up the centurion and the elders, for they were also there on guard. As they were explaining what, had they, what they had seen, they saw three men emerge from the tomb, two of them supporting the other with a cross following behind them. The heads of the two reached up to the sky, but the head of the one they were leading went up above the skies, and they heard a voice from the skies, Have you preached to those who are asleep? And a reply came from the cross, Yes. Then they decided among themselves to go off to disclose what had happened to Pilate. While they were still making their plans, the skies were again seen to open, and a person descended and entered the crypt. Those who were with the centurion saw these things and hurried to Pilate at night, ab abandoning the tomb they had been guarding, and explained everything they had seen. Greatly agitated, they said, He actually was the Son of God. Pilate replied, I am clean of the blood of the Son of God. You decided to do this. Then everyone approached him to ask and urge him to order the centurion and the soldiers to say nothing about what they had seen. For it is better, they said, for us to incur a great sin before God than to fall into the hands of the Jewish people and be stoned. And so Pilate ordered the centurion and the soldiers not to say a word. Now Mary Magdalene, a disciple of the Lord, had been afraid of the Jews since they were inflamed with anger, and so she had not done at the Lord's crypt the things that women customarily do for loved ones who die. But early in the morning on the but well, early in the morning of the Lord's day, she took some of her women friends with her and came to the crypt where she had been buried. And they were afraid that the Jews might see them, and they said, Even though we were not able to weep and beat our breasts on the day he was crucified, we should do these things now at his crypt. But who will roll but who will roll away for us the stone placed before the entrance of the crypt? That we can go in, sit beside him, and do what we should. For it was a large stone, and we are afraid someone may see us. If we cannot move it, we should at least cast down the things we have brought at the entrance as a memorial to him, and we will weep and beat our breasts until we return home. When they arrived, they found the tomb opened, and when they came up to it, they stooped down to look in, and they saw a beautiful young man dressed in a very bright garment, sitting in the middle of the tomb. He said to them, why have you come? Whom are you seeking? Not the one who is crucified. He has risen and left. But if you do not believe it, stoop down to look and see the place where he was laid, that he is not there, for he has risen and left for the place from which he was sent. Then the woman fled out of fear. But it was the final day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and many left to return to their homes now that the feast had ended. But we, the twelve disciples of the Lord, wept and grieved, and each one returned to his house, grieving for what had happened. 
But I, Simon Peter, and my brother Andrew took our nets and went off to the sea, and with us was Levi, the son of Alphaeus, whom the Lord... Dot, dot, dot.